Yeah, you're the most British one here, so. I want me to do it? Okay. That didn't even make sense. Ooh. What's that? Ooh, I got some new noises. Now I need one that goes, Arnold, this is Arnold's Pizza Shop. My name is Arnold. You can get two pizzas, one with pepperoni, one without cheese. Broccoli anyway. Enough with the broccoli. No more tuna. Put the salmon. (laughs) The Andrea episode made me so mad. I was like, do I really want to do this? Oh. I don't care what you say. Move out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't know. It's not a tumor. Now he's French. I don't get it. Wee wee. Wee wee. My name is Arnold. I'm in Canada. After you, bus. Eh? There's a tree. You people are so nice. I'm ruining my voice. <laughs> yeah, careful with that. Don't, you don't want to do too much. Hold on, I'm going to blow my nose. Ah, just kidding. Ah. Uh, Throwback. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, that's an epic booger. I feel, I feel better. Yeah, here we go. When there's no more room in hell, the dead walk here. We're reopening the hive. I want to know what went on down there. You're all going to die down here. Rule number one for surviving zombie land. Cardio. Look, okay, just get any blunt objects together, all right? If you get cornered, bash them in the head. That seems to work out. Keep together, stay sharp, and follow me. Yeah, epic explosions. Hello, welcome back to Zombies Ate My Podcast. Uh, you will not all die down here because we're going to be talking about survival, preparation, and all that fun stuff on the podcast today. I'm your host, Ryan. And my co-hosts this evening are Lou, the busy zombie lord. How's it going, Lou? Not too bad. How you doing, Ryan? I can't complain. I'm still alive. I haven't been bitten in any sort of zombie way. Let's I'll stop talking about that. But uh, yeah, good stuff. And I also have Bob here. Bob, how are you? I am good. I am coming from the ZAMP headquarters here in New Hampshire, feeling safe, feeling secure. Um, wait, wait, wait. How come the headquarters are in New Hampshire? Because it's safe and secure. Did you not hear me? <laughs> Do you not know New Hampshire's motto? The ZAMP headquarters? Is that their motto? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Oh. Is that on uh, your flag? Seriously, you don't know the, the, the New Hampshire state motto? No. <laughs> it's live free or die. Why would, they, why would you not be safe there? Yeah, come on, Ryan. <laughs> Although, it was a little scary earlier. I'm not going to lie. I decided to make a little venture out in the real world today. Not something us nerds really do quite often, but I had to. <clears throat> And uh, went out to the store, and I ended up going to one of the sporting goods stores. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, hey, it's getting closer to spring and summer. Maybe there's some, uh, maybe there's some hockey sticks on sale. I'm a big hockey fan, so um, here I am in the store, and all of a sudden, people start screaming and shouting. Everyone's panicking and running around. Twenty, thirty zombies somehow got loose into the store, guys. <clears throat> no. I'm talking mass chaos of zombies. So uh, here I am in the hockey aisle, right? Hey, I took a look around me. Some pretty good-looking pads over here. So That is rude. Uh, oh, I get it. <laughs> so I donned some pads, um, a little bit of a helmet, and I grabbed my stick. 
and I fought my way out of there. And I would like to say, hockey pads are really good armor and really effective against zombies. Huh. I had the chest protector mm-hmm. with the the big bulky shoulder pads, which is really good. I had some nice gloves on, some nice hockey gloves to kind of keep my hands safe. And uh, I, I, I got the hockey pads on the pants, too. I felt pretty safe in there. I could have grabbed some ice skates, too, and did some more damage. But I was going to say, just don't tell me you were wearing goalie goalie pads because that would slow idea. you down way too much. But that's a good idea. I didn't even think of that. Not if you want to move. <laughs> I wouldn't have to. <laughs> well, I think you'd want to get out of there eventually. And it, it, It's funny that you mentioned that New Hampshire is the, uh, the ZAMP headquarters when you're talking about hockey equipment. Bob, we practically walk around in this stuff up here in Canada. Like, that's our normal attire. We don't need to go to no sporting goods store. <laughs> yeah, that's what you guys pick up in the regular clothes store, right? It's like, a, what do you guys have for clothes stores in Canada? Walmart. <laughs> you guys don't buy your clothes at Walmart? Did I just admit something that I shouldn't have? This is epic. You know, Walmart up in Canada may just be better than Walmart in America. Yeah, I would no- believe that. We'll go with that. Well, we I don't have that. we don't have targets here, so there's like nobody to do better. So, um, yeah. But back to my point, because yeah, I'm still sorry. wearing I'm still wearing the hockey pads, guys. I feel I can, safe. I can hear. I feel it. safe. I feel like we discussed this before uh, when we were talking about um, the Walking Dead. When Milton Martin, the geeky dude with the governor, he had like duct tape armor. We maybe talked about how that would work and sort of apply to like sort of sporting good armor, I guess. Well, it makes sense, you know, you're in a yeah. sporting goods store, and, like, how come you never see people walking around with protection on like that? You know, it kind of scares me. You're not really thinking. You, you, you'd think if you're going out, one of your first stops is going to be to get a little armor on. Well, has there ever been a zombie movie uh, based around, like, a sport? Like, you know how they do, like, it's the zombie college co-ed movie and the zombie stripper movie. There's a theme there. I'm sure if you give me a minute, I'll think of one. All right. You, when you did find. stripping become a sport? No, I wasn't talking about sports. I'm talking like co-ed, <laughs> stripping. Come on. There is zombies where strippers. I think I've seen that. Well, zombie it's stripper. awful. Yeah, it's, it's not worth watching. It's got Robert England in it. You know? That doesn't help it. No. <laughs> Robert England doesn't help a lot. You know, when I you like how you went it. with Robert England before Jenna Jameson. Um, wait, what? Is Jenna Jameson did, in that movie? Did I? Yeah, she doesn't help it that? either. <laughs> okay, the, the, I'll give you a pass on Jenna Jameson because she dated Jim Carrey. And I mean, if you've dated Jim Carrey, you have to know who that is. I mean, <clears throat> what? Canadian, Canadian, it's a Canadian thing. Oh, okay. Anyways, okay. hockey pads, uh, yeah. I will chalk it up to a good idea. But, and you know, it's very speaking- Canadian of you. You're thinking very, like, survival. You want to talk survival. It's just one of those things I never really see people do in TV shows or movies, whether it be hockey pads or even, like, um, they sell those shirt the the things that people on motorcycles can wear if they want. It's like a full top protection shirt kind of thing. Leather? I mean, no. Well, are you talking, like, the same kind of thing that they sell for uh, motorbikes, for, like, yeah. dirt bikes and stuff? Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Like that's, I mean, it's not much, but it's some protection. Don't you think if you want to survive, like along with your um, weapons and ammo, you'd, you'd probably want to feel a little more safe, right? Yeah, I agree. I think that's a good choice. Hmm. I think we should uh, we should all take a moment and think about what we do after we got our weapons. And I think you guys should change your answers to go to the sporting goods store. You're all welcome. I, I think all welcome. Yeah. <laughs> sporting goods. That's uh, that's a solid idea. 
Another solid idea would be talking about some news because, man, we're two weeks behind. Let's let's talk news. The virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. Yes, zombies in the news. Uh, let's start off with this fantastic short film that we missed uh, last episode. I um, want to apologize. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's I, funny. I'm a, I'm a terrible host. <laughs> I skip over things. I don't pronounce things. I screw people's names up. Well, I, cutting Bob. A I wouldn't go slack. that far, Bob. Yeah, be great. You're you're doing fine. <laughs> okay. I, I think uh, we both assumed it was due to time, and we really want to discuss this. So, Bob, why don't you talk about this uh, okay. trope fest short well, film? Two weeks ago, I found a uh, trope fest <laughs> short film <laughs> called. Cargo. You even found it, and you forgot to talk about it. <laughs> I, I take everything I said back. I'm so sorry. You're I'm awful. A, I'm a bad person. <laughs> um, so this is a little trope fest film from Australia. Um, it was a it was a finalist. Um, it's called Cargo, and it's a, basically about a man who wakes up, kind of almost in the wild kind of area. Looks like an outback sort of Australian thing. Wakes up to his wife being a zombie in the car. She's buckled by the seat. She can't get through. And he's got a little baby girl. And uh, it basically just follows his journey, and <clears throat> spoilers, it's about seven minutes long, but spoilers, um, basically it's him, and uh, he's got the baby strapped to him, and he eventually dies, um, becomes a zombie, people find him and kill him, and then they find the baby, and he's got her name written on her and stuff, and they take care of her. Yeah, I think I think the movie, or the, rather the short film, isn't hurt by spoiling it. I think I could be told sort of the whole thing and still enjoy it, because it is just this it's an experience. I don't think like, oh, are they gonna find the baby? Are they not gonna find? Like we all knew they would find the baby. Like, um, come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just say this right now. Hmm. As a father, this scares me. And <laughs> I mean, I can it's, imagine it's a fear. It really is. And like I'm watching this movie, I'm going, oh god, if that situation happened to me, my, you know, I have a five year old, a twelve year old. Like, what do I? Oh my god, what do I do? <laughs> Well, I mean, your kids are a little older. You can probably instruct them to just... Run! Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God, run! It'd be kind of tough to carry a 12 and 5-year-old on your back. You don't know Uh, me. Well, I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they they wouldn't... Yeah. I'm not not sure what it's Well, it's just scary to the thought in general. Like, family, girlfriend, wives, boyfriend, like... Like, to think about yourself in a zombie survival scenario and then to add that extra thing in there is just kind of nerve-wracking. But, I mean, it's a it's a, it's a scary, scary thing for me. And, like, watching the movie, I was just like, you, I, I, I don't know if it's because I'm a dad, but I'm just, like, relating to this guy. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, man. He's a smart guy, though. To, he to, had a plan. Yeah. And, and, and it works. It, it sort of formulated the plan, like... Really quickly, like he, I think he was going, he was kind of thinking on his feet as he went, like he was, you know, he figured how much time he had, then once he realized he wasn't going to find anybody, he sort of set this carrot up on a stick scenario, almost literally, uh, and it just sort of worked out that he eventually just came upon these, these survivors. Um, and, and by that time he was already a zombie. Yeah, yeah, he was a zombie and... There's this great scene when they first reveal him to be a zombie, that, that scene where the baby sort of makes a sound, and you find out he's a zombie by the fact that he turns around. It's just, I, the whole thing is just set up really wonderfully, and um, it wouldn't work 
in any sort of other medium, it, only, it sort of just only works as a short film. I don't think you could expand oh, on this. yeah, into... no, you can't. I mean, it, it, it works perfectly in the amount of time they did it in. It's just really well done. And like you said, like he pretty much does, he puts a balloon, was it, on in front of him as a zombie. He's trying to get the balloon kind of thing. Well, the balloon yeah. sort of calms the child and, yeah. and the uh, – because that's what I thought like when, when the zombie – when I first was watching it and the zombie grabs the balloon – because that's what he's is, is in front of him. Yeah, I thought he was going to pop it, then the baby would cry and the baby would get eaten. But that would be dark, <laughs> very dark. Yeah, wow. so I don't know why my mind immediately went to that. Uh, I might need can, to see a shrink. But can I make a correction? I think this idea does work as a long film. Oh, okay. but it works as the opening, not the entire. Oh, yeah, film. I can oh. see that. Like it's just whereas. Kinda... They find yeah. the baby, and then the rest of the movie is about arguing over whether or not they keep the baby. And then the baby grows up to be this badass ass kicker. I think that's actually our next story. <laughs> yeah. from, what I, from what I read, yeah, this uh, the the female uh, white child in uh, Cargo grows up to be Wesley Snipes in the new movie Gallo Walkers. <laughs> Lou, can you tell me a bit about this uh, amazing looking movie? Well. I stumbled across this the other day, and I was amazed to see that Wesley Snipes is making films. I thought he was in jail (laughs) after the activation. This was back in, what, 2006, right? Yeah. Oh, was it? I missed that part. Yeah, Yeah. they shot in 2006 and then delayed, and (laughs) the funny thing they say is, uh, but in 2013, the film and its male lead are both being released. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but apparently he's doing a cowboy zombie movie about... People that get hung and come back as zombies. Now, <laughs> let me just, hold on. Let me try this. Um, so, <laughs> I'm sorry, the trailer's ridiculous, by the way. It's absolutely insane. Um, it makes me go back to, like, 2006 and go, really? Were we this far behind? And, like, are we this forward now with movies? But um, the, 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 the plot, okay, stop me if I'm wrong, but um, there was a nun. And she broke her covenant with God to save the life of her son. Um, he becomes cursed, and everyone he kills comes back comes back to life. Mm-hmm. With you um, so far. Okay. And then they pursue him for revenge, and he has to cut off their heads to kill them again. Yeah, so everybody he kills turns into a zombie. And... But they're not zombies. They're like... <laughs> I don't know what they're they like are. ghouls or something. Yeah. Like they, like, they they don't even well, call them zombies. They can well, I also say there's a huge plot hole here? Oh. If anybody he kills comes back from the dead, then why does he need to decapitate them after he kills them? Anyway, that way they don't ever come back. Well, that's what that's what I, I mean. The oh whole, my whole, god, the whole movie's a plot hole. This though. movie's <laughs> shit. Oh my god, uh, I don't want to see this anymore. That's all I, I want to see it just because it looks so bad. And, and you know, like, and it's they, really <laughs> bad though, Lou. I I don't know if it's even like good bad. <laughs> yeah, it, it's amazing bad. That's what it is. Uh, I don't know. I I think like warm bodies might be amazing bad. This this I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I probably still see this over warm bodies. <laughs> yeah, probably. I've seen way worse than this. Uh, but the th- the funny thing is, is so like. You're talking zombies, and you're talking they come back to life. Okay, I get it. You know, this guy's cursed. We'll have him come back as zombies. But they're shooting guns. They're throwing swords. They're running around. You know what I mean? And he's just... It's not really zombies. It's It's, more just... Like, yeah, it's like... 
They don't, yeah, they they are definitely not zombies. It just looks weird. But I mean, I I, I that that's not really a, a hang up for me. I think I, I think the biggest hang up is um, this, this, these walkers don't really like do anything zombie. Like they don't eat people, right? And I didn't see that in the in the film. They sort of just they're trying to kill Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Maybe right. this is all just a, a a big misunderstanding, or they they work for the IRS. Maybe that can't be it. Uh, we'll know better when the film gets released. Yeah, do we have I'm a date? I'm guessing it's going to be a straight to DVD release, though. Oh man, oh. it looks like a straight to VHS. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, it was back in 2006, right? Maybe they still got those VHS copies around somewhere. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, let, let's talk about a better trailer. Uh, the BBC has a new zombie movie or zombie movie, zombie TV show coming out. Uh, called In the Flesh. Uh, there's a one-minute trailer here. I'm not really sure if there's been more released. No, there that's hasn't. It. it hasn't? Okay, so this has to deal with as if zombie, the zombie curse is sort of this treatable thing. Like, the, the show kind of makes it seem like being a zombie is a psychiatric, sort of, like a mind thing, and you just you get some psychiatric help and all of a sudden you're released back into the wild given some contacts and some makeup and you're good to go um i mean there's nothing saying it couldn't be psychological or when when you i mean think about it yeah think, think about it logically i guess isn't the right way to put it but i don't know how i feel about it it was hard I, to to feel anything about this it's sort of like interesting concept could be done very badly but this yeah, one minute trailer was, doesn't get that was much. my concern watching it is i was like okay so this character is being reintroduced into society. Are we going to use this as a trope for those that are outcasts in society? Or are we going to use this as an interesting storytelling mechanism? Right. Because if they use it as a trope, as, oh, he's the outcast because he's the zombie. Do we trust him? Do we not trust him? It could get really boring really fast. He says a lot of stuff in the trailer, like, am I ready? They say I'm ready kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, although I will say this, and like one of the best <clears throat> um, zombie shows I've ever watched on TV came from um, the BBC. I think it was. Um, it was British, at least I know that. Um, what was that? It was Dead Set. Did you guys ever check that out? I have not seen Dead Set, but that's was, been something on my radar to watch for a while. I got it on Amazon Video, um, and they it was basically a show about like the Big Brother show, only zombies. Like they were in the Big Brother house, and zombies were on the outside. And they had no idea what was going on for the longest time until zombies kind of got inside. It only lasted one season, and it was kind of in there before zombies were super hip. Um, yeah, I, I think it was meant to be a mini series. Yeah, there, it, you could tell the way it ended. There was supposed to be more, and I was really upset that there wasn't more. But um, it was it was a really really good show. So so was it a Big Brother parody? No, it so was just. It, go ahead, Lou. I was gonna say what I was told was when it was released is it was originally supposed to be a bit of a big brother parody but they got a little carried away with the story and decided it was an easier way to tell tell the story yeah it's it's basically saying it's big brother and like these people are in a house and oh, then so it's um, scripted though yeah oh, okay oh it's scripted <laughs> i thought it's it was just, just like <laughs> this is the big brother uk edition and then like halfway through the season this zombies come out of nowhere oh, no, it's a scripted show about okay. people that are um Quote unquote, on a show like that. On a show. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Yeah, man, and then I'm... zombies show up at the door, and they don't really have anybody telling them what's going on in the real world, so they're not sure if the zombies are like a gag from the show or if it's 
real, and then it ends up being real. Did someone get eaten for them to realize that it was real? Because that would have been fantastic. Spoiler alert, yeah. Well, that's easy. I didn't say it was Jeanette. I mean, oh, well, that would be a spoiler. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but it, it, and the, the Brits, there's some smart there's some smart folk over there, so you never know. Well, I mean, uh, look at the Sherlock that they have, uh, that, that BBC show. Fantastic. So Doctor they, Who? Doc, I have not watched any Doctor Who, surprisingly. <gasps> I know. I know. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, I've, like I don't know what to say about that, Ryan. I just don't know what to say about that. Really, you you're you're both Doctor Who people, aren't you? I'm not even a huge fan, but I've seen a few seasons. I have never seen a single episode of Doctor Who. I have oh. never seen a single episode of Star Trek either. I can hear you why on that one. Why don't we just go down the list of, of geek shame? <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Star them? Wars. Uh, what? What? Nothing. Um. <laughs> But I, in order for me to like segue back into the yeah, show, let's talk about zombies, guys. Um, for me to se- like something like in the flesh here, uh, that sounds weird to say in a weird in a sentence. Yeah, that's uh, kind of creepy. For me to like the show titled "In the Flesh," mm-hmm. um, I need to know a little bit more about it because it's a different concept. It's interesting. I would like to see where they go with it, but from now, I'm more of a skeptic than I am a fan. Yeah. Oh well, we'll have a uh, a closer look uh, this month actually when the first episode was released, and I'm not sure how we'll get our hands on that, considering none of us from Britain. But uh, we'll do our best, and maybe maybe once uh, Walking Dead is over, we can take a look at it in the flesh and have a little more content to to chew on. Um, one more movie talk here. This isn't really much of a surprise, but Bob's a big fan of Resident Evil, so I'll let him tackle this one. Well, <laughs> well. Um... Resident Evil 6 movie has been announced for late 2014. Um, I'm a big Resident Evil fan as far as the movies go. Meh. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of where they've gone over the past. I mean, it's almost kind of like the games. But, yeah, um, exactly. It's, it's very, very weird how that works. See, but, I read uh, this and I thought they were releasing Resident Evil 6, the game, again. And I'm like, Resident <laughs> Evil 6 gets a release date. And I'm like, really? I thought that came out. Well, I guess if they're going to re-release it, that'd be fine, but it, it threw me for a loop. I, I can't believe there are six of these, or will be six. Yeah, This and- seems to be Paul uh, Wes Anderson's career now. Well, he makes good money. They have... Uh, uh, well, they're, they're married, right? Mila Jovovich, or whatever her name is? Yeah. Jovovich? Jovovich? Mila Jovinich. Damn it. I don't know. But, like, the last movie they made cost them $65 million and grossed $221 million. So... I don't know how they do that. People Anytime go see these movies. movies. That's I the problem. I don't know why. Every time these movies get brought up with anybody I meet, they're always like, oh, those stupid things? I haven't been to see one of those in forever. So I'm always like, who went to see this? So what was the last one you guys saw? Um... The the degeneration one the digital I, one I mean in this series oh um, in theater or on DVD uh, either way just the I last one you watched I saw the first one in theaters mm-hmm. and I watched the second one and the third one on DVD and I rented the third one as a joke what was the uh, extinction I think that, that was, was the, third the one. one that was in the desert that was the last one I saw yeah that's the last one I saw too. I, I saw one where they were on top of a building, and I, I only saw it on TV. Which one's that? I think that's Extinction. <laughs> okay. See, the first one I rather enjoyed. The second one 
I, I, I got behind, and I love the idea of continuing this Resident Evil franchise. And I saw the second one in theaters. The first one was too young. It was rated R in Canada, and I couldn't get in because I was under 18. So I had to, I had to go to a drive-in with my parents to watch it. No, you didn't. I did. Why are you talking tonight? <laughs> what the hell is that supposed to be? What's wrong with going to a drive-in with your family? Uh, nothing right. Do drive-ins work differently in the States? Yeah, but I don't even want to tell you why. <laughs> oh, you got to be kidding me. I thought that was only in TV and movies. Right, it is. What? Um, so continue. You watching the show with your parents in the drive-in. <laughs> and we watched it. End of discussion. <laughs> I don't know what, what you're trying to fish out of me here. <laughs> it was a family event. Uh, other cars had their windows up, and it looked like they were, you know, had a campfire in there or something. But... I don't know, man. It's just it, I love this series up until the third one lost it for me. It sort yeah. of it was uh, weird. A lot of people didn't really get behind the first one either, and I I kind of enjoyed it. I didn't. If you don't look at it as this is the Resident Evil game, should be like the Resident Evil movie thing. Uh, uh, yeah, I saw it as a separate. It was pretty thing. good. Yeah, for sure, it was really good, and I don't recall uh, if the fourth and fifth are any good. I, I never saw them. I know I comically, like, point. well, I I know, like, comically, like, I know the third one's bad because I've seen it and didn't enjoy it, but do the fourth, does the fourth or fifth sort of redeem it? I don't know. I, I sort of just lost interest and never paid the, attention The second to it. one's really bad, too. It's full of, like, huge gaping plot holes. Oh, the second one's bad because they have that comedic relief uh, black dude, the black comedian guy who was in it. Like, that's that's the main He's issue. He's in the third the one, too. One. Yeah, that's my main issue with the second one is that for some reason they felt to add comedic relief. Whereas the first one was this really well put together movie. Uh, yeah. And I don't understand why they have to, you know, uh, put that, what's that Asian kid's name in Indiana Jones in the second one? No time for love, Dr. Jones. <laughs> what's his name? Short round? No, I was going to say half stick for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Short round. <laughs> Why do they have to put a show around in there? Oh, man. This is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, anyways. So, Resident Evil 6, they don't have a subtitle for it yet, is coming out late 2014. Um, maybe at that point, we'll punish can I, su- can I suggest a subtitle for it? Yes. <laughs> we just keep making these. Stop watching them. No. Come on. You can do better than that. Like, you have Apocalypse, Extinction, Afterlife, Retribution. What comes next? In this sort of line. Did you say mop up? Yes. Mm, I wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> say no to that. If I had a title, it would be called Resident Evil. The final chapter. <laughs> I hope. I think Reckoning Umbrella is dead. I think in a serious seriously here, I think you could do Reckoning or Redemption or Oh no. Just wait for it. You've given them the idea. It will be called Dead Reckoning. Ah, <laughs> uh, Lou. There you go. This good thing is not live. I'm deleting that. <sighs> yeah, um, don't give them any of that. I, yeah. You know what? I, I, I'm going to suggest something. We should watch these five movies at some point over the summer for some <sighs> content. Yeah, you know, it could be fun. We'll try it. We can try it. We should try it. We haven't done movies yet. In, the, right. in our this what what episode is this? Twenty. Twenty. Holy jumpins. This is episode 20, guys. Um, yeah, that's enough, uh, you know, Resident Evil 
crap talk. <laughs> Let's move into some awesome, uh, almost said Resident Evil, awesome zombie stuff. Let's talk about The Walking Dead. On the roof every morning for, for days, for weeks, me and my boy. And then me, just static, though. Nothing but static, and then nothing but nothing. You weren't there. You were never there. No, not when I tried. I mean, you said you would turn on your radio every day at dawn. You said that you would turn on your radio every day at dawn, and you were not there! Whoa. Ugh. I am so glad you skipped episode 11. <laughs> so, okay. Did I you tried d- pulling a clip, so, but I fell asleep. Uh, can we? <laughs> no, I was gonna. We'll, add- we'll, re- we'll recap episode eleven, but we'll be brief because yeah. I don't think we're gonna. Any of us are gonna have anything positive. All right, here it goes. Recap of episode eleven. Uh, Andrea whines. Uh, Andrea. Andrea, Andrea yeah. complains. Andrea begs and pleads to them that the governor's a good guy. Andrea goes back. Andrea goes back. Andrea sleeps with the governor. Andrea thinks about shooting the governor. And then she goes back to bed. <laughs> and then Tyrese is like, what's going on? We were in a crazy prison. The guy was crazy. Oh, you're welcome here. <laughs> I will yeah. say one thing about the Tyrese situation. So he shows up, and it looks like the governor is going to shoot him until he tells them that they came from the prison. Yeah. Because they were turned away. Yeah, but my thoughts on Tyrese joining is a good thing because Tyrese is a smart, straight, narrow. He knows right from wrong. And the second he gets a whiff that the governor's a crazy person, he will he will act on that. Unlike Andrea, who constantly, constantly wants to be this, like... This is the mediator episode where she tries to make good with Rick and the group and tries to make good with the governor and is getting nowhere. At least with Rick's group, she's sort of, you know, it feels like she she's back in the group and sort of discussing things with them and everything's going well. But she just, for some reason, can't get past that Philip is this good guy. When really, like, I hope she dies. She needs to die. <laughs> I think we're all... I, I, I will say... Everyone I talk to now hates Andrea. Mm. Everyone I talk to now says, they're sick of the governor. When is this going to end? Well, I'm not really sick of the governor, and but I am I am sick of Andrea. And I think, I think this episode, uh, I thought this episode, when I first saw the previews for it, would turn Andrea's character around and I would sort of get back to the point where, ah, she's a little more tolerable now. But it actually... It, went it made the, it worse. The other, yeah, it made it much worse, and and now I literally cannot stand her uh, on this show. She, she's the character I love to hate now. Whereas before it was Shane, and now it's Andrea, and I I really did not see that coming. Um, and maybe that's what the show's going for. They they want her to be this sort of tragic character who, for some reason, likes dudes in eye patches. There is know. only what. Two redeemable routes for her. She's going to die and we'll be rid of her. Or she kills the governor and they forgive her. Yeah, but that's, that's the only th- way out of this. <laughs> that's the there thing, There will be though. no middle ground. You're talking about redeeming her just dying. She has to die in a specific way for, to redeem the character. If she just dies or if the governor just kills her, it's like, well, that's what you get, you stupid person. 
You know? Uh, In a way, I'm kind of hoping that's what happens. If he <laughs> just shoots her and then goes, ha ha. Well, it'd be interesting if he kind of just showed that he had no loyalty to her whatsoever. Because he did say, once you're out, you're out. And then she comes back. And I wonder if he's just using her, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's a smart and calculated guy. Like, we may have questioned that in episode 10 when he was sort of laying low. But in this episode, you you could tell, like, if he keeps you around, he's got, like you were saying about Tyrese, it looked like he was going to kill him until he found a use for him. The The governor is done with just letting everybody in. He he sees a use for these people and he'll keep them. If not, you're gone. So I, and that episode really didn't go anywhere. It didn't nope. move the show forward. It just, it was like it, it was spinning like its wheels for 40 minutes. It, it was very boring, and uh, just nothing really happened, and it kind of bothered me, like a lot. <laughs> yeah, and just... yeah, and, and it and... was so boring. I literally left my uh, my uh, TV going and went and did housework. Ooh. It came back and was like, "Oh yeah, okay, that's what's going on." Okay, and then I went off in the little thing, and I was listening to it, and I was like, "Oh, it looks like something." Oh no, it's not getting interesting. Never mind. Yeah, and did anything yeah. sort of. Anything of note happened. Like, then no one died. No one. Nope. Like, I'm not forgetting. The only thing that the only important things is she went. She talked to them. Told her to go away. They sent her away. And Tyrese joined the governor. That's it. That's yep. the whole episode. Hmm. That's it. And nothing. No. None of that crazy typical Walking Dead giant ending thing. You know, no, it, was it was just, sort it of just a... ended. It just ended with Andrea's contemplation, and then nothing. It's like, come on. That final scene it made that whole episode. Eat twice as frustrating. Just yeah. her, like, even her, like, getting up buck naked, mind you. And I think she had a, she had a knife? Or was it a... Yeah, yeah I think it was had, a knife. I remember a knife for some reason. And she was getting ready, like, over there, like, thinking, yeah, I could end this right now. I'll be over. And I'd be, I'd be back in their good graces and everything would be fine. And we could even merge the groups and discuss that. Maybe she's... Maybe by sparing his life, it's sort of opening up sort of Woodbury to 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 see that the governor is crazy cuz at this point like if the governor dies all of Woodbury is just going to is going to storm that prison but if well, Andrea proves the governor is crazy to Woodbury then all of Woodbury would would join with Rick and the governor would just be I will make one point okay. I will make one point the only reason that people are loyal to the governor right now mm-hmm. is because of Andrea they were all trying to leave. They were all getting ready to leave. And he was ready to make his people shoot them, to make them oh, turn around yeah. and go back. And then she stepped up and went, no, 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 don't leave. We'll protect you. So you're <sighs> saying is if, <laughs> if Andrea <laughs> – I love that. If Andrea sort of like says, I killed the governor, he's crazy, we're going to the prison and we're going to fix this whole mess, um, you think that would have been a solid solution? Yes. Okay. I, I can get behind that, but well, let's let's get past this terrible. Yeah, episode. I think we pretty much we we pretty much hit it. And and you didn't pull any any anything from that. Did you no. even have a a sort of a point where you thought, man, eh, that might work as my epic no. intro? Well, when we were doing the show last week, and when I thought we were doing the show, I was kind of debating on what I wanted to pull for a clip, and I said, mm, I could have Rick and Andrea talking, but it's kind of boring and. I don't know. It just it wasn't a very good episode. And it kind of it really bothered me because the episode before that wasn't a very good episode. But then it happened. <laughs> but then this episode uh as as you could probably tell from our little intro clip was 
much better. I hesitate to say amazing because it, it feels like it was amazing considering the last two flops we've had, but uh, I we kind of wasn't. It was good. It was a character building episode, but it was good. It took it in a direction that I thought it was never going to go back to. Um, it was spo- more on the road. Spoiler alert! Um, really, they bring back Morgan. Oh, I love that. I love. When shows I wasn't do that. sure if they were going to do that. Just because of who the actor is, he's British, so he doesn't do a lot of American work. <laughs> I was going to say I don't understand. Do you not like British people? Or no, I mean I, a lot difference. of the cast is foreign, but he does a lot of British TV. He does, and a yeah. lot of British stuff. So I wasn't sure he'd come back for like a one episode thing like Amazing this. actor though. Amazing yeah, actor. Yeah, he's done some so good, good stuff. Check out Jericho if you haven't seen Jericho. He's a great. Oh, he was too. my favorite part of that show. Never um, seen Jericho. Yeah, so Morgan's back from the first season. Like, oh my god! And like, Carl shot him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And and Rick finally got to go. I think you're a little crazier than me. <laughs> like, I don't feel. I don't feel so bad now. Did Did anyone um, sort of hope he would join up and and be back at the prison with them? Absolutely. I was my I, the yes. whole time. I was hoping for that, but you can't. I mean, he's like Lou said; he's a British actor. You can't be on the American. I don't show. think that's the reason. <laughs> well, no. I mean, half the cast is really British doing an American accent, but he Rick does a Pines, lot of stuff. He does a lot of stuff, and he wasn't listed as being in the credits. He'd be listed as a credited character. How do you? Yeah, would have shown news. up in a news feed somewhere that somebody knew was joining the cast. And he didn't it didn't say he was joining the cast. That's so. a good point. I I didn't get wind of this at all. Like I, Yeah, they did I'm a good s- job. I am that. so glad that I this wasn't spoiled for me by like, you know, a casting feed cuz we knew Tyrese was coming pretty Yeah. We knew way before ahead. he was Can on. Can I there. also yeah. say that the the preview for next week's episode from the Andrea episode doesn't show any of this. No, it, it just shows them look, on the road. Right, and it makes it look like Glenn and somebody else are going to do something, and then they didn't have Glenn or any of them in the entire episode. Well, it was cool, because normally I hate that when that happens, but this was a really cool Back to the Roots episode, and um, it was really cool how they took Morgan's character from season one, and uh, which I could have swear he shot his wife, but I guess he didn't. Um, I, yeah, I can't remember. The unraveling of his character told through his conversation. Like he does, first he doesn't remember Rick, then he remembers him, then he gets pissed off at him, and then like you heard the what we played for the clip of the walkie-talkie scene, you kind of start remembering all these things that they started talking about doing. And if you don't, if Rick doesn't have enough stress <laughs> on his life right now, you know, you add this in here, like yeah, here's the guy I left behind. Yeah, right? not the like guy, this, but only you know the guy and his kid. Which, and then you hear the you hear the story of the kid um, getting eaten by the mother, oh. and um, Morgan going absolutely crazy. And the way he painted that town red, I mean, how cool was that little? Uh, what do you call that? A hazard zone for zombies? I don't even know. It's, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, he sort of. Yeah, it was. I was sort of lost as to what was happening because at some point he said. He was talking at the very end when, when he's like, you join us. And I was like, no. And then he said something about clear, clear, clear. Like, what's that mean? Is he he's like... clearing the town because that's where the kid died. Oh, okay. So that's his sort of like mission. Penance. Oh, penance. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I do we think Morgan will return in a future episode? Like now that Rick knows he's there and... No. I'm not sure. 
You don't think I think don't, it's sort of like concluded now, like the loose yep. ends have been tied. I don't see him. I don't see him coming back. I just see him. That was a kind of off the beaten path kind of episode. The show that um, to build a little bit of trust between Michonne, Rick, and Carl, and also to kind of bring Rick back to reality almost. And it's going to do one of two things. It's either going to be like, "Wow, I really screwed things up from the very beginning," or it's going to be Rick going, "I'm not the only one who lost what I what I love." You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean the the whole. Uh, Michonne sort of she's in now right like at the at the very well in the middles they're sort of treating her like an outcast and he said oh, the Carl old, is yeah yeah Carl man that guy's a douche for a little kid I mean man he's like that he's just a <laughs> jerk and it's like trying to sneak away from her as if like Michonne is is like his babysitter which really he needed her and uh, and in the end she kind of you know? Oh, you could see it coming. You could see that the, they had to bond a little bit closer. I got, I kind of got a little bit of a vibe from this Rick and Michonne thing. You know what I'm talking about? The uh, Chicka Bow Wow vibe? I didn't, I didn't get, get that. that at all. I didn't get that at all. I might but be I watching the get, wrong episode. <laughs> I, I got the vibe that he now trusts her. He yeah, does, but I, I, I was kind of almost on the, like, they're talking more and they're kind of looking at each other. And I'm like, wonder if they're going to end up being together. You know, or Rick's going to... I don't know. Maybe, Maybe I'm just thinking too far into it. There's yeah, nothing they, wrong with that. No. Uh, but they trust her now, which is good. Yeah, she's she's sort of part she's of the She's redeemed group. herself, because I'll be honest, I really hated her character at the beginning of the season. I know. Lou, we all know you did. <laughs> I, I remember. And, you know, I, I was watching this... Uh, I was watching it with Ashley. Uh, we had finished dinner, and the, the, before the point where Michonne and Rick had made nicey nice she made the michonne face and i'm like that's ah, the michonne face <laughs> lou is probably so pissed right now give her her weapon back I, that's <laughs> all i remember is lou <laughs> just give her her weapon back now lou is like that stupid pouty face she makes where she's just like <laughs> you know I, I, well, she did she did it every single time there was an issue it was like i want my weapon <laughs> then go get it just 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 Go get your weapon and leave. We Nobody's making you stay. Plan, what have we done? I don't know. Poor Lou. We've turned him into this. So here's the most interesting part of the episode, and it's the, the, the part that kind of hits you the most. So they drive past this guy who's hitchhiking, drive right past him, which is okay. That's Camp, fine. Camping bag, bag dude. Yeah, he's got a big giant pack of supplies. And you know what? You can't take any more in. I'm sorry. You're on your own. I get it. Then your car gets stuck. You barely get it out in time, and you see this guy running after you. You get the car out, and you just take off again, right? Yeah. So then you go through all this crazy stuff. You meet your old friend Morgan. You find out his life sucks, and he's gone crazier than you. Then you're driving back, and then there's the supply bag that the dude had. Just the bag, no dude. Oh, there was no, no, dude. There is a mauled half a body oh, right, back yeah. on the road. Sorry, I wasn't even paying attention to that part, but he, you see the bag, right? They stop. They pick up the bag and then they just keep driving. Well, see, Can the- I also just say that I don't blame them for stopping. He is standing on the side of the road. You can see zombies around. And he's going, wait for me, wait for me, wait for me, to total strangers. Yeah, I, I mean. And he was like walking along the road and just kind of had his thumb out like, hey. Yeah, but. You know what I mean? He's being Maybe hysterical for a reason. Like he's 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 having a rough time, and I'm sure he just this is the first people he's seen in forever. And I I I sort of felt like really, guys, you can't even. I understand why you couldn't stop because you're right. If he was calm, I mean, either way, like you don't want to kind of stop and see what's up because he could just be like distracting them while his group sort of 
ambush them and take a car. Like, they have a car. They have supplies in there. They have gas. So, I mean, yeah. they have valuable supplies. Well, you know what, though? It's, it's, and it sucks to say, but it's survival of the fittest. And sometimes when you've been screwed by so many strangers... Exactly okay, what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> really, no one was thinking that until you said it. Now they all are. You're now welcome. everybody is. <laughs> you, you know, ah, never mind. I, I see what you're saying, and, and that's exactly what I thought, because originally I said, like, why aren't they stopping? This guy seems like a nice dude. If, but yeah. you can't if stop I, for everybody because not yeah, everybody is you, this it's nice another, guy. It's another person that you could end up, you know, messing everything up big time. And, like, you, you – I hate to say it, but if I had a tight knit group and I saw some crazy guy flailing around and I was trying to drive somewhere, it I'm could thinking could be an ambush too. That's it yeah, could be, could be an ambush, could be anything. But also, it's another mouth to feed. It's another body to keep track of. It's another person to watch out for. I mean, can you? How much can you do? And sometimes you just got to drive by. But see, Life this lesson, everyone. This Life show lesson. has sort of been not really. This is the first time I can think of where they've. They've sort of illustrated that they have to ignore, like, strangers. Like, they have to sort of, you know, this is the first time that the, the group's like, oh, you know, come on in. You know, we have plenty of room. We need more people, blah, blah, blah. And this is the first time we've sort of seen that where Rick and his group are like, okay, we can't take every straggler. We have to ignore this guy. Do, am I wrong in, like, in saying that? I no. mean, it feels well, like this is the first time. And also, it... It feels like when they were driving by and they saw the body, they were all like, man, what we went through with Morgan, I kind of feel like we should have stopped for this guy or at least figured out what was wrong, you know? I think – I don't think they thought that. I think they realized – I. Well, I, maybe I, it wasn't I, a trap. <laughs> yeah. That was my well, thought. They, I, went, they all went, oops. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I thought they felt bad. I'm, I'm sure you feel bad in that situation, but at the same time, you're like, ah, I mean, what are you going to do? It's – it's this. It's the apocalypse, people. Sometimes, but that's what I'm saying is, is that this show recently has has done better to sort of showcase, you know, that there are more out there than just the people in Woodbury and the yeah. people in the prison. Because, um, you know, with Daryl and and Merle, they had that little uh, interaction with the with the people on the bridge. That's another example of just these random strangers. But before that, there really hasn't been a lot. You know? Well, guys, I mean, the, the, the tagline of the show is fight the dead, fear the living. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's one thing. It's That's what Walking Dead's been all about since the beginning of the comic book is the human interaction between people. But um, it's, I will it's, say my favorite human interaction this season is the crazy guy in the cabin that didn't well, know what was going on and was oh, like, was great. who are you? Why are you doing it? And then they ended up killing him in like 30 <laughs> yeah. seconds. And you're like... That's yeah, what was wrong with that guy? You're We're right. never gonna get his story. That's actually the first like sort of, <laughs> yeah. Wh- what's this guy with the dog carcass and thinks he needs to call the cops? What's his background? <laughs> um, but uh, no, that's a good point. I guess that was the first time that they sort of had that weird interaction with a stranger, which caught yeah. me off guard. Oh, when Michonne yeah, sort of stabbed him through the head, and they used him as a friggin' um, feeding toy for the zombies, like just so they could escape. Well, I guess it's kill or be killed, right? That's what we're talking about. Actually, so what you- uh, just quickly, I, I don't know if we talked about this, but that was also the point in the show where they showed that scene where they used him as bait, and then right after they had a, a KFC finger-licking-good commercial. I, <laughs> I don't know if you remember seeing that news story, but it just reminded me about that. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> but well, epi- do we have any? This episode, yeah. I do want to say one thing. Okay. Yes. When Morgan, the, the, the clip you played when Morgan loses his crap and talks about the radio. Um, the one thing I want to say is that radio. He said he didn't call for a couple of days. He was too afraid to turn the radio on. This, that, and the other thing. So. Who's to say Rick didn't do it over and over and over again and his battery and his radio went dead? You know yeah. what I mean? But I'm well, surprised we didn't see him with that ra- I don't remember him sort He did of- call once. I remember him calling, saying... They did found, it a couple of times in the first season. Kids. Um, oh, right. They showed it in the mm-hmm. previously on Walking Dead. Okay. Which is always which is right then kind of gave it away where they said, I found my wife and kids. I'm like, why would you show that? That's from season... Oh, Wait a minute. Oh, good point. I didn't really catch that. I didn't yeah. think the show was going to go that route, but it did, which is cool. Um, well, what are your thoughts on episode uh, 13? Oh, the preview where they show, like, sort of the governor and Rick at a table. Well, from the preview, we can already tell that the governor and Rick are going to show up at the and have a meeting, and there's going to be no agreement. The governor is going to just want Rick dead or to surrender, yep. and Rick's never going to surrender. That's never going to happen. I, I think we'll see some sort of forward ambush. momentum. Not an ambush. I just think we'll see some sort of forward momentum to a solution via the two meeting. I'm not saying that solution is peace. I'm just saying that we're going to get a hint at you know the finale, how this thing is going to all go down from Can I tell you meeting. how I see this happening? Andrea kills them. You know, the meeting is going to happen, mm-hmm. and Andrea's going to realize she made a big mistake. We say that every week. We say it every week, Lou. We do. We, do. we say we do. something's going to happen. Andrea's going to smarten up. We're all no, going to love think she's her again. Gonna I don't think she's going to smarten up. I think she's going to realize she's backing the wrong horse. But, but we, we always say, like, you know, Andrea's going to have a, go- a, a gob bluth moment where she says, I've made a huge mistake. You know? <laughs> I... I'm not making fun of you. I just I'm just pointing out the fact that we we do it every week, and I think it's wishful thinking. Well, but- no, I think we see it in that clip because there's some comment where he goes, "I thought you said we were sitting down here for a meeting," and then the governor goes, "Yeah, you're surrender," and, oh, and there's a look the- on her face, and it's like, "What?" That's true. I guess I guess if I, I'm only going to say this this week, and and not again if I'm wrong, but. I guess if this is going to be an episode where Andrea has that moment, it's going to be that this next episode because of what yep. we've been shown. Um, you got you have four episodes remaining, right? 13, 14, 15, 16. Um, given past tradition, usually the last three episodes are an entire wrap-up. I so, thought usually the last episode is like... Well, they the- start preluding to the wrap-up. This like, is... This is where we start seeing things. Where things start to happen. And yes, things, the home stretch. The, the decisions get made and things go back and forth. So I think we're at that point now where it could be Andrea turning around and deciding finally one way or another. Okay, well, here's my question. Um, if Did it appear as if they were meeting in Woodbury? Neutral ground, I think. Okay. I, I'm going to assume it's somewhere in the middle. Okay, okay. Well, I was going to say, like, if, if Rick is in Woodbury... Do we see Tyrese or any more of Tyrese this episode in terms of him maybe interacting with Rick or the governor more? Or do you think they're just going to focus on this meeting? It's going to be the two of them, I think. And I think what's going to happen is there's going to be some fallout and we're not going to see it till episode 14. 
Yeah, I think this episode is going to be them meeting and then the others at the prison talking about what they should do and whether or not they should attack. And then the other half is going to be the people in town being coached to attack and then being like, wait, do we should we attack them? What are we fighting for? Yeah, I think it's going to all kind of get solved and the governor is going to be finally recognized for the crazy man that he is. You think it's all going to get solved this episode? No, no, no. I think we're leading to that point. Oh, you think that's the natural This episode, I think you're going to see the meeting. I think you're going to see the governor playing his normal tricks. And I think it's going to backfire. The way I see it is it's going to be they're going to supposed to be sitting down for a meeting. The governor is like, oh, yeah, you're surrendering. Rick says no. And then uh, Rick's crew comes out and helps Rick escape or whatever. Because something's going to happen and Andrea's going to be like, wow, he's a jerk. Yeah, hopefully. I'm... I am optimistic, but we have been wrong many, many times before when it comes to Andrea. <laughs> and I think this is the last straw. If, if we're wrong again, I think it's like, no. Irreversible. Yeah. She's done. She can I. She has to go out. I don't think there's any sort of redeemable way if, if, she, if she screws this up again. I'm really glad there was no Andrea in, in, in episode 12. <laughs> here's, how I, here's how I see the next four episodes. Okay. This episode, mm-hmm. they were going to have them meet, and Rick's going to realize there's going to never be a reconciliation. It's only going to end in conflict. We're going to see conflict in the next in the, the episode following that, mm-hmm. and there'll be some kind of resolution where the governor gets made to look like he's crazy. Right. And then the following episode will be the people in the town of Woodbury either getting killed by him and his men or it will be them driving him out. And then the final episode will be them killing him and what do they do with all these people? Yeah, you're right. Because either way, they they have to level the playing field. You know, they have to bring... The governor's uh, man count down to what Rick's man count is, or else it isn't, you know, a fair fight. Like they can't really write into the script that Rick gets superpowers and kills all the extra men that that, that governor has, right? So they kind of have to level the playing field before they start to go to war. And those two plausible plausible sort of outcomes in terms of Woodbury being uh, decimated or Woodbury just sort of like saying meh and then the governor being chased out i i don't know what's going to happen but uh, those are that's a really good prediction so do we have any more to, to discuss on in terms of the walking dead or do we think we uh we, I think I, we got it we got it yeah we're really looking forward to episode 13 i know um, i am yeah uh, yeah like i wasn't really looking forward to episode 12 um uh, after watching turn 11. me around yeah turn me so around. a complete opposite reaction this time yeah good all right, uh, that was awesome. Uh, let's uh, let's wrap this shoe up. Uh, Bob, can you fill everybody in on where they can find us? Sure. Um, uh, can I play some music like Sweet. this? You hear that? It sounds pretty pretty groovy, right? I'm dancing. All right. Hey, it's my birthday tomorrow. Do you guys know that? No, it's, it's your birthday. Hi, happy birthday. Yeah, I know. Right, I just remembered. It's my birthday um, on Saturday. Well, no way, really. Yeah, we're March buddies. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, when we're not making weird remarks at each other, uh, you can find all of us on Twitter. You can find Ryan Murphy at R. Murphy. Lou Page is at Busy Zombie Lord. The uh, not mentioned before, but now mentioned absent Rick Piven. Oh, yeah, Rick's not here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> is, is at Rick Piven. 
I am at Bobbert F. <clears throat> Go to the website and check out zombiesatemypodcast.com. Uh, you can find some crazy episodes from the past up there, which is always great. Uh, you can email us at info at zombiesatemypodcast.com with questions, feedback, suggestions, whatever you got. We'll take them. We'll read them. Follow us on Twitter at Zombies Podcast and check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash zombieshmypodcast. And a quick little shout out to the wonderful Joel Duggan, the artist behind the artwork of our iTunes cover logo. You can find him at starcrossedonline.com. And speaking of cover logos on iTunes, subscribe to the show on iTunes by searching for Zombies Ate My Podcast. Mm, very nice. Uh, I, I, I got it all right. I, I think you did. And, and- Happy birthday, Ryan. <laughs> Happy birthday, Bob! Uh, and I, yeah, I should we should apologize. Yeah, Rick uh, couldn't make it uh, this evening. Uh, he won't be here next week, but hopefully the week after for what will be episode fifteen, I suppose, of uh, The Walking Dead. Um, I so, heard he's doing a little of this. Here's your Game Boy. Sh- oh no, that's the wrong button. Uh, I heard he's doing a little of this. <laughs> he's not feeling so well. So uh, that was uh, an actual clip of him barfing. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Let's wrap this this shoe up. Uh, this has been Zombies Ate My Podcast, and I'm about to go pour one out for Camping Bag Dude, because he didn't deserve to die. Oh. Good night, everybody. Oh, and before we go... Uh-oh. There oh. we go. Um, <clears throat> how do zombies keep their hair in place? Uh, Dead pay? Brain gel. I don't know. <laughs> uh... <clears throat> With scare spray. (laughs) God, I could use some scare spray right now. And don't forget, eat broccoli!